Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney and uh, joined by Will via Skype, as always. We survived a year. We almost survived a year. We're not there yet. Uh, we still got to get through our little event coming up here with liquor. Uh, we're also joined by uh, one of our uh, guest listeners uh, and fan of the show, uh, Josh from uh, Portland. Hello. Hey, how's it going? It's great. Um, so, yes, we're, uh, we're going to review 2018 today. It's going to be great. Um, I, we were just listening back to our second episode ever, um, where we uh, talked about our picks of 2018, which were released on February 3rd, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite interesting. It's the only ever time Will has done the intro. Only, only time. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun here. Uh, we'll talk, well, we know exactly what, uh, what we were thinking of games this year and what our expectations were, and, uh, we definitely were let down. Uh, in a lot of places, but surprise in a couple of others. So, uh, yeah, here we go, guys. Uh, everything 2018 coming up right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. All right, so 2018 uh, was a great year for us, and, uh, well, actually, was it, Will? It was hit or miss. I think it was on the fence. Um, there's been better years for sure in terms of uh, gaming. So um, the end of the year, that's where it picked up. But like during the the beginning, spring, summer, that was a bit of a letdown for me. Oh yeah, it's like it was like a three legged race for the first little bit, and then someone broke out of the sack, the potato sack, and freaking won it. And that was Nintendo. Yeah. But like Fortnite was essentially the only thing anybody was talking about from January until. I don't know, July. Well, it was the only game that was stable. And it was it was the only thing we were playing for a little while, too, till we played it too much that we kind of got a little uh, yeah. Fortnite out. <laughs> totally. It's so repetitive. Um, and, I mean, it does have charm and all that kind of stuff, and they were constantly updating it to keep it fresh. But, uh, yeah, it just, it just uh, it got me after a while. I was kind of done with it. Uh, so, so, Joshua, what... Uh, 
What were you? What are you playing right now? We talked about this off the air, but you might as well tell everyone listening now. Yeah, right now I'm playing uh, Spider-Man. Um, and aside from that, I just downloaded Battlefield a few weeks ago, um, Battlefield Five, and that's another miss in my book. Um, I'm playing a blast from the past, Quantum Break. Just beat the campaign. It's a great game. Yesterday, I think. Um, and you know that that gave some really good uh, deja vu moments about some other games and movies that have come out in the past. Um, aside from that, I played the Devil May Cry exclu- uh, the uh, the demo and Fortnite and Battlefield One. So, what's your least favorite part about Battlefield Five? Oh my God, um, <laughs> the medic class, like. How the, how the hell are you going to have only SMGs in that class? Like, I, you can't kill anybody farther than 50 meters, and even then, sometimes it's a it's a prayer shooting those trashy weapons. Not to mention the fact that uh, the first SMG is, it oh, appears, yeah. by stats-wise anyway, that it's the best out of all of them. Um, you know, it kind of feels like a useless class unless you're in an area where it's really close combat. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can agree with that. I my biggest problem was with the scout class, like I said in the video I made uh, a while ago, uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and literally, you just stick your head up and you're do- you're done. Like you can't play the game. It's yeah, super absolutely. annoying. It's super annoying. Um, I played uh, Battlefield One, and that game just felt way different. It just felt like a when you died, you're like, yeah, I shouldn't have like run out in the open and challenged a fucking tank. Um, Ab- yeah, absolutely. but now you can't even get to the fucking tank. You get sniped. Absolutely. Battlefield 1 was so balanced. I have a group of five, well, including me, five friends. And we have put a total of, I did the math uh, earlier today, 251 hours in the Battlefield 1 since 2016. And it... The game was so balanced. The the vehicles, the classes, the size of the map, the the defilade, which is like cover and whatnot. It, it felt like you could you could accomplish your mission uh, even if you were like way behind. Say you, you know you're playing conquest, you're down two hundred. You could come back from that. In Battlefield Five. There's no balance. Um, the assault class is the only class that feels, you know, like it's where it's supposed to be. Um, the medic class yeah. is way too underpowered, and support and scout are both way overpowered. Um, I have a hard, I have a bit of a hard time with with um, planes, and then I mean tanks are tanks, so. Yeah, I, I also have a huge issue with planes because it seems like whenever I get any sort of aircraft, it's like immediately gunned down. Like, like I get in it, I like figure out where the fuck everything is, and then I get gunned down immediately. And Absolutely. there's people that are in the aircraft like for like six minutes, it seems like, and they're just bombing the shit out of you and, and coming in on the base, and then they like kill four people with their machine gun. It's like, how are you doing this? <laughs> yeah. Um... And then if you if somebody gets behind your plane, you're fucked. You oh, know? Yeah, 100%. Like that's that's it. 100%. Um so yeah, I I uh I'm not I'm I haven't picked up Battlefield 5 now that the new mode is available. 
and yeah, that's another thing we were gonna bitch about. Uh, it's, it's, same, yeah, same, same with yeah, Tides of War. Yeah, same with same with the last podcast. Like just unfinished, total yeah, garbage. Absolutely. That's it, that's kind of the uh, I'd say the anthem of uh, of 2018. Thank yeah, it's not that way. Yeah. So, um, I'm just looking up the. Uh, I'm just looking up the uh, list of games. Here we go. That came out this year. So why don't we start with January? And there wasn't a whole lot in January. I remember when we were looking to start the podcast. There, Will. Um, yeah. We were like, oh, there's not really much to talk about. Fuck. And then uh, we looked. I think the most exciting thing in January was Monster Hunter World, which I didn't even pick up. Cole was really big on it. Yeah, hundred percent. Came out in January. Yeah, January twenty yep. sixth. It came out. And uh, they also released Celeste on January 25th, and I haven't played that yet. I'm actually, now that it's, like, kind of top of the charts there in terms of the Game Awards, I kind of want to give it a shot. Yeah, I haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah. but uh, What's it even about? I don't even know. I'm just going to click on it right now. Don't even know what Celeste is about. Because it's it's an indie game. It doesn't get a lot of media, really. Um, Yeah. So it's a platformer game in which the player controls a girl named... uh, Mallet, uh, I can't right now. Um, and she makes her way up a mountain while avoiding various deadly obstacles, along with jumping and climbing up walls for a limited amount of time. Madeline has the ability. That was that was literally what it was, and I was struggling with it. Uh, Madeline has the ability to perform a midair dash in the eight cardinal and inter cardinal cardinal directions. This move can only be performed once and must be replenished by either landing on the ground or hitting certain objects, such as replenishing crystals. Interesting. So Sounds like Super Mario. It's kind of like Mario. Lo- well, judging from this picture, this screenshot, it looks like Super Mario on freaking steroids. Because you gotta yeah. na- you gotta navigate through um, a bunch of like rooms that have spikes on the bottom, so you basically can't touch the ground. You have to make it all work okay. with it with the with the area. So that's that's kind of cool. Sounds interesting, at least. For someone who's really big into RPGs, I could absolutely see why this would be a game for them. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that was basically January. Like, there was a bunch of games released in January, but they're all kind of garbage. Um, well, when I say garbage, I mean garbage <laughs> to us. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I think so. Kirby Battle Royale. You just start as a Kirby, and then you have to find your power. That actually sounds badass. I bet you that's not the thing though. You kind of think you, that's you, a four-player like uh, game or something. I remember them announcing it. It just didn't my interest. What if someone reskinned Fortnite as uh, with Kirby's and you like jump from the sky and you're riding in on a launch star and then you land and you got to find like some power or whatever? That'd be fucking cool. That would be interesting. I'd buy that. Looking at it from screenshots on Google definitely gives that, you know, ancient uh, Nintendo 64 feel that you remember from the first Kirby. Oh yeah. You mean Kirby 64? Yeah, yeah. Just having a chick. What was chick. the first Kirby on? Wasn't it Game Boy? It was. Uh, it was Game. Yeah, the original Game Boy. I yeah, because yeah. I own it. I was just trying to see if that was the very first one. It's like Kirby's Dream World, I think. Yeah. Kirby's Dreamland. Ninth. Dreamland. Oh, okay. And wasn't uh, Digimon Story semi good? Um, Will, you're. Ta- I remember you talking about it. Uh, um, yes, I love the Digimon games. I have the... I forgot that came out this year, didn't it? It did on uh, January 19th. Yeah, I played that. That was really good. Nice. All right, so February had a lot of uh, things coming out. I think that's why we were, we were we were stoked. Were we releasing two podcasts a week at this point? I can't even remember. 
I don't even remember. I think we started with it one. Before work got hectic and like our lives kind of just drifted into the yeah the non-existent. Our, our heads were ready to freaking blow off in like June. Cause, yeah. Because we, we were releasing two podcasts a week. We had E3 coming up. Work was like brutal. And yeah, so we were we had our hands full. Yeah. But there's it, some nightmares there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, Skyforce reloaded. What the hell... Oh, it's a uh, indie. Never mind. Oh, it's Capcom. Cool. That was uh, February first that came out. But uh, Shadow of the Colossus um, was I think remastered. remastered yeah, in uh, February sixth. That's a, an amazing game. Definitely going to be one of the best uh, games ever created. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fan fucking tastic. So, um, the Seven Deadly Sins: Knights of Britannia was released on February 9th. Have you guys seen the anime on Netflix? Yeah, it's not really a Netflix exclusive. Um, Netflix just bought the North American rights, but it was playing out in Japan a lot earlier. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I actually didn't uh, mind it. It's good. Like, in Japan, it's still going. Like, where Netflix, I think, only has, like, 70 episodes or something. Oh, yeah? And there's, like, I think they're at, like, almost 200 or something for Japan. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, um, Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 got to... Re- uh, released again. Remastered, Remastered yeah. Uh, in February, February 16th. What else we got here? Sword Art Online. Okay, there has not yet been a good Sword Art Online game, which fucking kills me. Because the anime is based in a goddamn video game, so like, I don't understand what's so goddamn hard. No, the games are actually really good, man. They're just only for Sony, so you don't play them. Ah, uh, you're right. <laughs> this one was for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Oh, so you could buy... Oh, which one is it? Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Oh no, that's a crappy one. You like <laughs> the hollow? You want like hollow realization or something? Oh, that's a crappy one. Never mind. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, because like the anime was so goddamn good. That was literally the best anime I've ever watched in a yeah, long time. Yeah, all the good games are all like for anime based. Are always on like the PlayStation. Look yeah. at One Piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The only One Piece game I played on the Switch was uh, Red. I think it was what it was called. Which wasn't bad. It yeah. was just it got a very repetitive. Yeah, totally. And it skipped so much of the story. And they made you re, like, they said, "Oh, you can replay the story," but it's hard now. And holy shit, were they right? Like, oh no, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got like destroyed in the first part. I was like, "Oh man, maybe I have to concentrate a little bit more." Yeah. Um. So finishing up with uh, February, we have uh, Payday Two. I think was a good one, right? Uh, it's been out for a while. It was just a remaster again, wasn't it? I think so. It's, it came out on the Nintendo Switch. So I think it was just a port. Oh, uh, it was a port. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways, so February had some good stuff. Um, what we're Let's really looking forward to was uh, March. Uh, what were you going to say there, Josh? Uh, you missed Civilization Six. Civilization Six. Where are we? It's February. PC. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so going into March, yeah, we were really freaking stoked for March because Sea of Thieves was coming out, mm-hmm. and oh my god! And then we had a way out as well. Oh yeah, we and Far Cry Five. Oh man, we were fucking beyond stoked for like everything coming out in March. Um, so what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with a way out, Sea of Thieves, or Far Cry Five? Well, you never finished a way out. We still have to go back, but I did. But yeah, that was a really good uh, multiplayer game. Yeah, it was different. It was a good different. 
it's a little slow paced right but it's it's very story oriented like it's not hard no no like the, yeah like the hardest thing is sometimes just aiming or when you were doing like the driving sequences but that's about it yeah that was when it got good eh oh yeah it, it, after that man you stopped playing well I think you went on to something else and the game is so good there's so nice. many twists and turns that's cool you have that that problem Rodney you quit just before a game gets good well I don't have <laughs> time and you can ask Will like I work like really long and I have a complicated uh, gig so yeah it's yeah. Uh, how many hours did you put in last week me yeah uh, what did it say on your paycheck it was around 85 I think 85 hours yeah I figured yeah, yeah so it's it's up there uh, 85 to 90 I actually didn't look because it's all it's all normal <laughs> I just looked at the amount I made and I'm like, yep, that's that's that sounds about right. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, Sea of Thieves, we were like super stoked on, and we played the beta. Actually, we played the alpha. Alpha. The alpha. alpha in alpha was garbage. Like, remember we got stuck in the boat. Well, it's a fucking alpha. I mean, <laughs> we didn't even report that. We're like, I'm sure other people got stuck in the boat. Well, like, you got stuck, and then I was like, okay, I'll come in, and then I managed to get out, and you're like, how the fuck did you do that? And I was yeah. like, just aim for the side, and then you got out, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the alpha was empty as shit. If you thought, well, I mean, I'm saying that in the final game is empty as shit, but, um, yeah, the beta added a bunch of stuff, including, like, finding treasure chests on the on the uh, beach, and, uh, and what else? Skull Forts weren't in yet, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, um, but it also added, I think... I can't remember, actually. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, it, I think they added more enemies, because I don't even think the actual uh, alpha had many enemies at all, if any. The one problem I still have with that game, and they haven't fixed, is that when it's dark, like night out, it is still too dark. Yeah, yeah. They want you to like, pull I your lantern out. Shit. Yeah. I would disagree with that. Because, I mean, I, I definitely, I, I started playing the game, I don't know, three months ago, when I had already heard all of, you know, the the drop the ball comments, and I was still disappointed in the game. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, when, when you're in the game now, at least for Xbox, I really felt like the game was kind of bright. Like, you could make out a, a ship, even if, if it, even if you didn't have a lantern on. Or they didn't have a lantern on. You could see the ship. The, yeah, the the far away the far away stuff that. was uh, was uh, visible easily because like you but just like have when that... you're on a cave in a cave or on the island or something, and you're like surrounded with snakes. Even with your lantern, you still can't see. Yeah, like the night sky lit up like the horizon and the water really nice, but the actual island itself was just pitch black. That's fair, and yeah. I mean it kind of like that's realistic. Yeah. I get it, but. You know. They just missed the the whole island portion of pirating. Like it, I don't I don't even know how to describe how they missed it because it was just so poor. I mean, I really enjoyed PMP stuff. Like the skull yep. forts were a f ton of fun, but um, they were hit or miss sometimes too, mind you. But it's not it's fun when uh, you go to a skull fort and you're literally the only one there, and then as soon as you beat the skull fort. Um, everyone sees that you've defeated the skull fort and then you see like two galleons coming in you're like fuck i better yeah. we better fucking like what do we do so like what we did with cole is we took the key the skull fort key and we would go and uh 
hide it on another island, come back, sink the other galleons, and then swing by and pick up coal, and then go and pick all the loot up. So, it was cool, it was a cool little dynamic there, but yeah, no, that was, it was fun trying to defeat other ships, and, uh, defeating the other crew. And, uh, you didn't feel, like, when he got killed, you know, the loading wasn't, I mean, the loading was shit on Xbox, so I switched to PC, uh, and the loading was much better. Okay. Yeah, I just felt like for what I wanted as like a pirate MMO that they did not deliver. No. And then all of a sudden last or a couple weeks ago now, we got the video game awards and Studio Wildcard uh, shows us Atlas. Yeah. And Atlas seems like everything I wanted, like a full on pirate MMO. Yeah. Don't get too excited. I'm, yeah, I'm giving it a bit of a shout out because the early access uh, starts tomorrow on Steam. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, I I was expecting it to be like Black Flag, honestly, like more more like Black Flag. And then they what did they tease? Uh, Skull and Bones? Is that even a thing anymore? Yeah, it's still coming out, but they they've uh, delayed it now. They wanted to add story uh, and stuff, so people weren't just on the ships because they knew the game would fail if they looked at uh, Sea of Thieves. Well, someone <laughs> someone's paying attention. Ubisoft is smart that way. Like, if they realize the game's gonna fail, they're gonna put it back into, like, the development. I swear to God, if I have to climb one fucking tower in this Ubisoft game. <laughs> well, yeah, you're gonna have to, man. You, you gotta unlock those viewpoints. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. totally kidding. I have no idea what's gonna happen, but it makes sense for... They love that for fast travel. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. I mean... Yeah. Even Far Cry, dude. You have to climb those towers to unlock, like, uh, fast travel. For Spider-Man? Well, no, yeah. Spider-Man not so much. Just reviewing the what a map. What a great segue, Will. Far Cry 5 was the next one we were going to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, I never played it yet, but you guys keep saying it was good other than the Far- ending. You fucking kidding? You haven't played Far Cry 5 yet? No. Why was I informed of this? I don't know. There's just been so many games to play, like with a depth of hours. Yeah. This year, that I'm working on like four games. Oh, yeah. it's coming back so, to me now, right? You, the Far Cry Five podcast, you weren't even here for. Mark came over, and we, me and Mark, did the podcast on you Far sure? Cry Five. I think I was still on it. I no, just, no, no. Like, you, know, it, you guys go off on it. No, it was, it was only Mark only came over, and I was like, can Mark hold a conversation? Just me and him? I don't know. Um, yeah. Oop. You should have just got him drunk. <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. about He didn't finish the game yet. I was ahead of him, and which doesn't happen anymore. Um, but I really liked Far Cry 5, other than the ending. The ending pissed me off, and I think that's why Will hasn't played it yet, because I bitched about the ending. I think I'm going to play it now that I know that uh, Far Cry... What's the new one? Uh, new Dawn or something? New Dawn is a continuation. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really fun. I really enjoyed the um, the story, and it motivated me to like. I don't know. It was just like generic um, American American setting. It sounds really shitty to say that because most of our listen listeners are Americans. But I've um, always really liked the Far Cry games. Like it's really changed over the years, though. Like I hate to like go back and kind of go off topic a bit, but do you guys remember the very first Far Cry? Yes, I did. Uh, for the original Xbox, it was yeah. Uh, like yeah. you ended up getting that uh, those uh, animal powers. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so, this this one was this one was good. It was it was fluid. I loved how you could have companions like like AI companions with you, and you, I mean you never got the RPG guy because he was fucking useless. He just killed himself. He would like be you hiding behind. Sniper though. Yeah, I got a really good sniper, and she wasn't even a legendary. And I got um, one of the uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like the special forces people. Yeah, and. Between the sniper and that special forces, it was a helicopter chick. That's who it was. So she would just fly in with her helicopter and just, like, murder people with her, like, twin, like, drum guns. And then my sniper would just, like, pick off everyone standing on top of a uh, gas station or whatever. Like, they, I didn't even have to go in. Like, I just stood there and they murdered everybody and I got an undetectable bonus. Is that Heaven's Gate? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Heaven's Gate and uh, who else? I can't remember her name, but yeah, she was freaking awesome. Like she would snipe people drive like speeding away in a car. She would snipe them straight out of the freaking seat. I'm like, what the fuck? I could not even hit that sniper shot if I tried, and she just like domed him no problem. I remember you sent me a couple of videos over uh, Xbox. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, no, it was really fun, and uh, you could have like a bear companion and a dog companion, and mm-hmm. it was just nice to ha- finally have AI that wasn't stupid. Other than the RPG guys. Like, they literally are hiding behind a tree, and they're like, I got this, and then they would just shoot the tree in front of them. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed Far Cry 5. That's up there for me this year, for sure. That so was that's like- why I'm excited for New Dawn, because now that I know, like, you guys complained about the ending, there's a continuation. Yeah. 100%. So they're not leaving you hanging. <laughs> and uh, what I did like about Far Cry 5 is you can have three weapons, and once you, if you find a weapon in the world, like say you find like a 50 cal sniper, you're like, oh, and you Doesn't pick it, it up. unlock for it? Yeah. Yeah, it just unlocks it permanently. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed Far Cry 5. But anyways, we're still in March, and we're 25 minutes in, so let's uh, move down the line Speeding here. Speeding along. Speeding along here. Uh, that, I can't see other than Detective Pikachu came out. I skipped that. God of War came out in April. Oh, there we go. April, so God of War. God of War. That was a good one. That was amazing. I, damn, they uh, they blew me away with that game. For sure, it's uh, the cinematics itself looked like super good. Um, Oh, not even the cinematics. Like you know, because it's a it's a very hack and slash title. You think mm -hmm. it could could get a bit repetitive. Yeah. But they make it so it just does it, and that's what I love. Yeah, totally. I really liked watching streams of it. I, I never actually played the game myself, but uh, the one stream that I remember uh, was the fight on the back of the dragon. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Talk about suspense. Yeah. <laughs> it, the story, too, though, was just absolutely amazing because all the other God of Wars you dealt with, like, Greek mythology, and now you're going into Vikings. So you've got Thor, you got Odin. You know, I, I'm really big on like uh, Viking and Greek mythology so those type of games are just my thing. I actually have a book sitting in my game room right now about Vikings. And oh they're... yeah. My man. <laughs> but yeah like I thought uh, God of War was very well deserving for game of the year this year. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, Alright so this next game if, if no one picked up this game then uh, you can't call yourself a real gamer. And it was for the uh, Nintendo Switch, and it was called uh, Hello Kitty Cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rodney. I guess I'm not a real gamer. I, I somehow skipped that one. I, I tap out. So, so they 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 hit the nail on the head with this one. Um, it's like it's Hello Kitty, but it's like Mario Kart meets Hello Kitty. It's like it's it's fucking 
it's hype. <laughs> so if I go to your place tomorrow, that's going to be sitting in your living room. Oh yeah, we're going to blur it and uh, we'll kick Brittany off the TV and we'll uh, we'll go hard. <laughs> Finally has a competitor. Rodney, this is the one we should have for your New Year's party. Yeah. I'll see if I can track it down. Yeah, but the online <laughs> sucks because uh, I'll go to play and uh, nobody else is playing, so I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Seems like people have different uh, opinions on games. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That uh, sounds like a really good drinking game. Uh, okay, I, I'm I'm totally bullshitting everybody in, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> but uh, I want to uh, I want to actually see what this game's what, what's going on with this game here. Um, I'll find it and give it to you for Christmas. <laughs> it, it oh just okay. I clicked on the Hello Kitty Cruisers and it just took me straight to Hello Kitty on Wikipedia, and that's not what I want. Um, oh, you know you want to get like one of those real like real size uh, Hello Kitties. Stuff, yeah, yeah, the know? ones where I can lay inside them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on, please. So, uh, South Park, the fractured but whole game was released. Um, I skipped it. Mark didn't, but he had really good things to say about it. Yeah. Well, look at the look at Mark. Okay, my, I was gonna say look at Mark's humor, but we all have the same humor. So no, but Mark definitely does have that South Park humor. Like I haven't watched South Park in probably like three seasons. Yeah. I actually just went through the entire um, series in October, Ooh. September or October, and it's definitely worth re rewatching. Because <laughs> I mean, I know you weren't as old as you are now when Ouch. you watched, <laughs> and there are so many things that when you when you catch something that you heard younger. I mean, I was maybe eight or nine when I first started listening to it. Um, there's things that went way over my head, and when you rewatch it, there's some serious adult comedy that, um, once once you're you know an actual adult, you can catch so much more inside of a South Park episode. That's kind of why I like oh. watching um, just regular like animated stuff, like from back <laughs> in the day, because then you're like, oh shit, Sid's yeah. the Sid's the garbage man in uh, Toy Story three. No, I was actually an adult when I watched that movie, but. <laughs> uh, but that, that's what I mean. Like, you go back and watch, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame, and you're like, holy shit, this movie is so fucking dark. Like, it's... Uh, it, oh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't the believe it. bullying, the racism, like, holy crap. Yeah, it was fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I was actually surprised that's a Disney movie. <laughs> totally. Um, but even look at, like, you know, look at uh, Bay Or not Babe, um... Fox and the Hound and Bambi. Yeah. Oh, that oh, shit, man. that sh I've seen this meme a couple times, <laughs> but it's like I can do this, I can do this. I'm a grown ass man, and then he puts in Land Before Time and watches the scene where his mom pet dies, and he's fucking just balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I yeah. die every time I see that, I die. But uh, let's stop talking about movies. That's for our movie podcast yeah. called uh, What You Watching Now, which is also on Spotify. If you guys. Uh, like hearing our voices and want to hear some movie babble, we, uh, we're joined by our uh, friends Josh, not this Josh, but a different Josh, uh, who's a uh, expert on movies, and uh, our friend Connor, who's funnier than he is pretty. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good whole bunch of, whole bunch of fun. So check us out. Uh, what you watching now? Anyway, so let's move on here. And uh, there's not much left in uh, April. Um, yeah, n nothing really. So moving on to May. Uh, we got a couple of uh, interesting titles here. Uh, Floor Kids, which is what we played at PAX, not this year, but the year before. And is that that, uh, RP, like that 
dancing one? Yeah, the indie dancing one. That was pretty fun. I forgot that came out this year. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's uh, basically... I can't remember how, how you play it, actually. It's like... Uh, oh, man. It was like not button mashing, but it was like rhythm to it. I just can't remember. Yeah, it was a rhythm-based game, and uh, based upon what buttons you did, I guess, it, it would... You Your would guy do, would dance. Yeah, you would do a specific breakdancing move, and then you it, the more in time you were with the music, the better score you got, and it was actually quite fun. Um, I wouldn't, like, you know, put Why? 216 hours like uh, Josh did into Battlefield 1 into it, but... Um, yeah. So, uh, that's Super Mega Baseball. Yeah, no, no. no, I didn't buy that one. Yeah. Um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze got Tari, got ported to, uh, Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Oh, I just saw Steins Gate. Um, God, that, that was a good anime. That's probably my favorite anime. Steins Gate it was is. so fucking good. So good. I still gotta watch season two. Oh, I forgot there's a season two. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing over Christmas. Yeah, we got time off, <laughs> yeah. finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we also got uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, which is a basically... We'll call it a re-release with all the DLC plus more uh, for the Nintendo Switch. I bought that, I picked it up, but uh, I kind of got bored of it again. I knew you would. Yeah. Um, I was so stoked when it first came out for the Wii U. Like, I was beyond stoked. I'm like, because I've been looking for a game similar to uh, Dynasty Warriors for One Piece. And then they this got really, this got announced, and I was, like, to the moon and back stoked. But, uh, yeah. Uh, they released the Mega Man Legacy Collection for the Nintendo uh, Switch. What else we got? State of Decay 2, which was a big flippity-floppity bomb. You know, when I played State of Decay 2, I actually, I think I bought it on the first day because um, it was 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, when I was playing through it the first time, I thought that it that the mechanics were really good and the storyline was good enough. But when you get to the end and you're supposed to replay and you're supposed to uh, stack the, the bonuses... Uh, I was out. Previous <laughs> month, yeah, I was done. There was no like replayability to the game because it like instantly just felt so repetitive. Yeah, I couldn't even play the game. I opened it and I got sometimes I got as far as the title screen and then the game would crash, or I got in as far as choosing the first two people you start with and then the game would crash. So I never actually got to play the game because it just kept crashing. And I was that was your laptop. Uh, no, that was my it was my laptop. It was the actual game because I tried playing on. Um, Xbox 2 and it did the same thing oh yeah I remember now yeah so I I was like well no thank you State of Decay 2 you don't want me to play you then alright so that was uh, State of Decay 2 what else we got here Punch Club <laughs> sorry um, Harvest Moon Legend of K Anniversary Moonlighter I don't know what any of these games are what's Pokemon Quest and why do what free to play action adventure game in the Pokemon series? On the phone. A, oh, is that the phone one? Okay. Oh, I'm back. You're back? Yeah. I didn't hear you guys for a second, but oh. I'm back. Oh, okay. We didn't notice, but uh, copy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, throwing in some film terminology here. Um, anyways, um, so now moving into June, because there's really not much in July other than there's Elder Scrolls Online, like. Uh, expansions, we'll call them. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's. That, I think. So, that, uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Somerset. Yeah. The, which uh, I bought and I still haven't played because I don't want to play by myself. And Mark's just being too much of a dick. 
fucking he's mark. like i'll buy it but he's like uh Bro. i gotta do this first <laughs> and this and uh you know like i'm gonna have to do this and i'm gonna have to buy that and i'll get around to it yeah. i haven't touched eso since the witcher 3 came out at least that's how i remember it yeah I got bored of uh, ESO when it first came out, and then I got back into it earlier this year. Yeah, probably early January, and I'm really impressed with the game. They've added so much content. Okay. All right, so June was, moving on. G- moving on to the next thing. Um, June was kind of slow too. It's it's usually kind of slow around E3 time. And uh, how about be? The Nostalgic Train. That was a game that came out for Windows. It was a a walking sim? A fucking walking sim? Are you fucked? It's a fucking simulator (laughs) for everything now. The best that came out in June was Jurassic World Evolution. Um, I actually got a chance to play that. And um, I thought a lot of good things about it. Um, I actually used that game as a way to try to get my wife to start playing video games. Um, It has a lot of good mechanics to it. And okay, you guys are still here. Um, it has a lot of good mechanics, and I I thought that the unpredictability of the dinosaurs was actually really kind of exciting because you have to go and you have to tranquilize them. You have to you have to haul them off to back to their pen. They could have killed like a dozen people in the time that it takes to to lock them back up. And I I thought that it was a really well put together sim. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm I, sorry. I remember the game. I just I haven't gotten a chance to play it. And now that you reminded me that it's there, it's one of those games that I kind of want to pick up now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still face palming that there's a fucking walking sim. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney's broken. Moving on. <laughs> um, yes. And there's a, there's one at the top here. It says "Happy Birthdays" for the Nintendo Switch. It's a life simulation. Yeah. So. Let's. Um, so yeah, June is the uh, month of simulations that don't fucking matter. <laughs> like, yeah, it really looks that way. Like, what do you do in a walking sim? Like, walk the block, congrats. Like, how well, would you go outside and fucking do that? Technically, Fortnite released on the Switch yep. in June. So yep. there's that. Um, lots of VR stuff coming out now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, uh... I, 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 we need to get some VR stuff there, Will. Um, mm-hmm. When we get rich from this podcast, um, but uh, <laughs> which won't be ever. Um, but anyways, uh, um, we got Adventures of Captain Spirit came out, which uh, gives me the a way out kind of vibe. It looks like it's going to be somewhat of a, a cinematic movie that you can basically interact with. Which is kind of what a way out was. It was just a spinoff, though, of that other game. I just can't think of it. Right. Uh, a life. No, it's like a life something. A beyond. It's life. a. It's a. Uh, it's a walking sim with a purpose. Uh, <laughs> fucking walking sim. I'm like, I'm gonna use that joke for the rest of the podcast. I can't believe that that's a fucking thing. Um. Anyway. Text Connor and tell him he has to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, um, so we also have uh, Mario Tennis Aces. I played the beta and got instantly pissed off. Fucking, the game makes you think you're so goddamn good, and then you play online, you get obliterated at a a tennis game. So, uh, did you guys play uh, Mario Tennis Aces? 
just the beta. I'm I not. I far. on a Switch a couple months ago. Alright. Uh, Rainbow Skies came out as well for uh, PS3 and 4 and Vita, it says. I think they must have re-released it. I remember hearing about that. Um, I don't have anything to say about it. Well, fine, Josh. Um, no, I was kidding. Um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy was also released in June. I bought that, and I've played like 20% of the first game, and uh, that's it so far. That game was not easy, though. Crash never was. Yeah, like, that's why when they said it was like release for kids, when I was a kid, I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, <laughs> super hard. And then uh, we have uh, the Crew Two also came out in January, and Wolfenstein Two as well. Uh, Wolfenstein Two, I played. Yeah, that was a, a good shooter. Totally. All right, so moving on to the uh, autumn me, well, summer and autumn month months here. July. July came out and. Uh, Indie Pogo is that a is that a running simulator? No, it's not. It doesn't even have a genre no, here. It's a Pogo simulator. You know when you jump up on one of those Pogo sticks? Are you fuck fuck? <laughs> I'm just k- totally kidding. I'm t- kidding. I have no idea of just hearing you go see, off is worth it. See, <laughs> what, what if you're not? What if you're not wrong? A, yeah. What if you're not wrong? Well, let's have a look. It's a fighting game in an open arena is how it uh, describes itself. Oh yeah. Okay. I'd say that, um, so Rumbo came out in July, and that's a whole lot like, uh, Speedrunners. Yep. Never played that game. Um, I thought that that was a well-put-together game. I played a, I played Rumbo a little bit, and it didn't have a track, but it did have, like, a point A to point B, like a lot of, uh, just two-dimensional games. I thought that it was well-executed for the type of game that it was. Nice. So we also. I don't think I played that. H- hang on, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker came out this year. I thought that came out last year. Oh, maybe they. Oh, they, they ported it. Sorry, they ported it. I see. I was, I was confused there. But they also um, released Octopath Traveler. In uh, yeah, on, on I still haven't played that. I want to though. Heard good things. It, it has a similar art style to uh, Bravely Default, which I think is what I mentioned when we did a podcast way back in July. Yeah, and that was a good game. Yeah, Bravely Default was great. I haven't played the second one yet either. It looks really good. And oh wait, No Man's Sky was released in July as well. Should be for called Xbox. released for Xbox. For Xbox, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah wasn't it released before Sea of Thieves? Because I remember everyone saying that no, um, it was No Man's Sea that were teasing the game. Yeah, but yeah. No Man's Sky has already been out for like two years. By oh, okay, this point. it just got. Oh. 2016 is when it was originally re- released. Yeah. And while a lot of people had problems with No Man's Sky, it's gotten uh, better. Well, even even at the beginning, if you're the type of person that likes to explore, you know, the game is really good about its randomization of the of the uh, species and the and the terrain. I see. I see. Uh, I keep turning my mic down because uh, we're doing laundry because we're leaving tomorrow for uh, for the holidays. So, um, have you, you, Brittany? Well, you know what? Like when I actually listen back to the podcast later, like I listen to it in my car just to like listen to it as a listener to see like if I can get any ideas to improve the podcast. And I can't actually hear the uh, washing machine. Yeah, I've never heard the washing machine. It literally, you guys, you guys always complain about it. It I, literally I shakes it. my entire fucking studio. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> like everything on this desk moves, so I'm I'm absolutely flabbergasted that it doesn't get in the in the in the roll. Yeah, That's weird though because I can hear it in the actual headset. I yeah. think I think the um the music drowns it out maybe. Mm. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm listening to you guys off my laptop speakers and I can't I can't hear it at all. Oh really? That's yeah. Interesting. All right, that's good. Um, <laughs> it literally, yeah, I'm not even kidding when I say it literally shakes my whole studio. Like my, de I have two desks in here. I have one that I have all my recording stuff on one side, on the other side, just I had a stream on, and it like just shakes everything. Just, yeah. <laughs> so. When when you have like absolute white noise, I think I've heard it one time, but I I can never hear it over you guys talking whatsoever. This is good. This is good. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. All right. Anyways, uh, let's moving, keep it going. Speaking of, uh, oh, there it goes again. Uh, in August, um, <laughs> we uh, just flipping down the list here. Monster Hunter World came out for the uh, PC. Hooray! And uh, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth was released as well. Not really a whole lot of stuff here in in August. We were mm -hmm. like super busy in August, though. I think that was the one week where we like went off the air for like two weeks. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah, All I remember is like the end of August where we went down to we PAX. Happy few. We Happy Few got released in August. I never got a chance to pick Yeah, I never got a chance to pick oh, that right, up. Right. I still haven't played that. Yeah, that game, look, I don't know if that game interests me at all, though. Um, yeah. It's a survival game, I see. It's a My guys at EB keep trying to get me to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. I'm sure it's good. I mean, I just, it just doesn't look like a game I, I, I want to play. I'm not going to shit all over it like Mark shits on Nintendo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, that guy genuinely just hates Nintendo. Like, I can't... Oh, yeah, he's a yeah. Nintendo hater. Like, we went and saw him the other day, and it was nothing but Nintendo smack talk. Yeah, you're like, bro, I don't hate Nintendo, but, like, fuck Nintendo and their shit. His, the last podcast has uh, captured a hatred for, uh, for everything Nintendo pretty well. Yeah. He's... Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah. And then he calls like PlayStation Daddy where I'd be like, if anything, <laughs> Nintendo would be daddy. It's been out the longest. <laughs> Nintendo has Sony wrapped around their fucking finger. Yeah. Like anything Nintendo does, Sony copies. Except for the playability of their games. That and there's something else that oh the VR. The VR they did their own thing. But they, yeah. they the PlayStation Move is like a one thousand percent copy of the Wii. And uh, there's something else Sony did that was like copy paste. Um, uh, well, Nintendo okay. comes out with something like super innovative, and then like it, it kind of like the Wii U was a hundred percent of flop. Um, yeah. But but the idea and the concept of it was a was a good idea. And then I think Sony came out with something a couple years later that was like kind of the same thing but better. I can't remember. You know, what the it is. whole thing about the Wii U was. I couldn't. I never saw any marketing for it, so I never understood the difference between the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah, it sounded similar to like the Xbox One and the Xbox One X, except why do you need more processing power for a Nintendo? Yeah, and the only reason I was sold on it was because they're doing demos at the mall. So I went down to the mall and they're like, "Hey, play this." It was a uh, Nintendo Land. It was that Zelda uh, mini game in uh, in Nintendo Land. So I played that and it was super fun. So I'm like, I'm getting a fucking Wii U. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and the tablet. Tablet was kind of cool. Yeah. I do like how they separated the inventory and the main screen because 
Especially when you play a game like Zombie U. That game's fucking terrifying for, for you know, uh, a scaredy cat fucking 26-year-old. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, you're playing the game, and you have to look away from the screen to look at your inventory or your map, which is on your Wii U gamepad. Meanwhile, there's zombies, like, coming around the fucking corner, and then you look up, and you're like, get down! There's a fucking zombie there. So. I do remember that that aspect of the game. It, it never appealed to me. That's too many screens to be looking at. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Like we've talked about it before. Like the Wii U had promise, but they never had games. Like after launch, I didn't pick my Wii U up again for eight months. Yeah, that was a, that was a big problem I had with uh, the Wii U as well. Is like they just didn't really have, like they launched the game and their like launch title was like Nintendo Land, which I mean the game's a fun party game and stuff, but like that shouldn't be a launch title. Like Mario, um, like Breath of the Wild was a launch title for the Switch, and that like fucking blew everyone away. Yeah. Um. Well, they they had that and they had something else too. I can't remember. They had like two big games at launch, which is what you need. Like the original Xbox launched with Halo, fucking boss. You know, Mario or Mario sixty four launched with the sixty four. Like you need a big AAA title game to launch with these consoles. You can't just be like, hey, new console, and then it's just fucking like cool. You, you know, no one's no one's incentivized. Ugh, I can't even fucking talk uh, to buy the console now because there's no games for it. Yeah. All right, so moving on here, uh, we have blah, 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 nothing left in August worth noting. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, which uh, Will liked at PAX when we played a couple years ago, but I wasn't uh, I wasn't on board with that. But that was just a multiplayer, though. Yeah, I still haven't played uh, number two yet. Cole did, remember, because he talked all about uh, Divinity on the podcast. Yes, that's right, that's right. That was like his podcast. We're like, hey, was that the one where he took over the intro? I can't no, re- I, I think can't, that was another one. I can't remember that what That was a funny it. one, though. That was funny. Um, that threw you for a loop. You <laughs> even did the now, now, now. <laughs> Play the music, Rodney. Uh, yeah, that was funny. But, uh, all right, so the big month where everything picked up was September. Um, so we went to PAX this week, this month. Uh, or, the, yeah, in the beginning of this month. And PAX s- there? Uh, yeah. PAX West. Or, yeah, PAX West in Seattle. I was and, there, too. Oh, shit, man. We probably saw you. Probably standing in line with you. I didn't even know it. It's very real possibility. Yeah. Well, we probably saw him, but other than that, there's yeah. so many people. Um, if you saw a five-eight white dude with a very unhappy wife. That was me. I saw like a million of them. Yeah, I was gonna say that as a narrow <laughs> down, dude. Yeah. Um. Everyone was playing a uh, walking simulator that day too. So. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. But. Perfectionist uh, video game. Yeah. Um, anyways, if you saw us in line, we would have definitely given you like a video games now like business card, yeah, and a discount on our swag. But I'll uh, see you next year. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. We'll meet up. Totally. Um, all right, guys. So uh, we also have in September. I just had September. it. I can't. I, September. Oh my god! Like NBA Live nineteen. Um, Spider Man was released uh, like immediately after PAX, and it's almost I- broke me. Oh. Why? Because I almost got the collector's edition. Oh, right, yeah, I remember now. I'm on the phone with Will in the car driving home, and uh, Will is the sucker for, like, the collector's edition fucking everything. (laughs) And uh, he's like, Rodney, should I I buy the collector's edition of Spider-Man? I'm like, dude, you're about to start, like, working for, like, four months straight, so I'm going to say no. I'm going to say get the regular edition. He's like, fine. So he he got the... No, he he settled for the deluxe. Yeah. So that's a step down for Will. (laughs) I feel you there. Well, I really do. 
when the collector's editions offer like a lot like skyrim and all that giving you the statue the soundtrack you know i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but there's if just... so many times when i was younger that i wish i could have bought like the halo 5 or not halo 5 uh halo 4 and halo uh reach yeah i, I i've got those statues um, <laughs> I remember man Halo Reach was the fucking cat's ass. Like, that was the best Halo ever made, I still think. Oh, yeah. And, like, every single Halo I've always been uh, impressed with in in some way or other. Granted, Halo 5... uh, Dropped the ball. Yeah, I missed the mark, for sure. Um, But, like, I can tell you, like, Halo 2 just increased the playability like tenfold halo 3 brought customization to video games like it's sort of like in my opinion from from a first person shooter perspective halo 3 was the op um character customization game because you could like you could choose your your pauldrons your shoulder pads your yeah. uh, chest, your head, your arms, your legs. Yeah. I, and I dug the fact that you had combinations. Like, online, you could work towards... Mm-hmm. And then people could see what you've done, so they're like, oh, this guy goes for the head. You know, he's a headshot dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just... The gameplay in Halo Reach was so freaking silky smooth. And oh, yeah. um, I love that they added the assassination uh, animation. And... Funny, fun fact about me, uh, my f- friend and I, uh, Will, not uh, not this Will, different Will, who I don't talk to anymore because he's a piece of garbage, but um, um, anyway, <laughs> Will, you've replaced the Will, that's a piece of garbage, so there you go. Um, anyways, uh, we're having an assassination off, and so every, every time we got an assassination, we would mark it on a piece of paper, and then at the end of the night, we were playing all night, uh, we were going to, whoever won, I can't remember what the prize was, but we, so we got a prize. And if you got a regular beatdown, like if you just if you hit them at the right angle, you just kill them instantly, like you did in the old games, rather than playing the whole animation out. Yeah. And we're like, that doesn't count. Like if you get that, does not count. And I'm like, we're like, okay. And then we made another rule where if someone yoinked, if if I yoink, like if he was going to assassinate someone and I killed the guy before he assassinated him, it was a yoink. So if we got a yoink, that like took off an assassination. So we were having a lot of fun with this, and and then I kept getting beatdowns, like left right and center like i would not get an assassination and i was if i did i would have got like 10 a game like i was just on the prowl and he was getting like you know five six seven a game and by the end of the night he won and it was only because i'm getting fucking nothing but beatdowns i like literally just threw my controller in the garbage i was pissed (laughs) so angry rodney um (laughs) i've seen that before yeah, that's like every time I play games. Like the last stream I did. Actually, this is funny that I because I haven't streamed since then. Not not because I don't want to, just because I've been busy. But um, I literally was fighting four. What was it? No, it wasn't eight, f- eight metal Mega Man. No, no, it was before that. I was fighting like Shulk and Lucina. Oh, Shulk and Lucina. Yeah, that was and I got fucked so hard on stream, and I literally was losing my shit. And then I'm like, I'm fucking done, and I stopped the stream. I just rage quit on stream. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, it's a single person who plays video games on, I guess not a professional level, but like on a, on a, like, adept level who hasn't rage quit multiple times. Yeah. 
my my favorite one was uh, I think I told this on the air already, but uh, it was I was playing Advance Wars two for the Game Boy Advance, and um, I got out. I had like this perfect strategy in place, and then the computer undid my strategy in one turn, and I fucking lost it and like ripped my game out of the Game Boy and like threw it across the room against the wall. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> I um I actually was playing Fortnite more recent than I'd like to admit, and uh, I died, you know, for a bullshit reason, as everyone always does, and I ripped off my headset, um, $120 headset broke, just earpiece. Shit, that's the worst, but you're so angry that it doesn't matter, you're like, fucking fine headset, fuck you too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, and then, and, uh, we should move on quickly, because, uh, we gotta do the movie we're getting up there, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, there's nothing really left in September, uh, unless I skipped over one, a big one here. Uh, NHL 9, oh fuck, NHL comes out every year, fucking whatever. Um, that's a big game though for some people, like, really competitive. Yeah. Online. Um, alright, so we're into the October to December area now. This is where shit got fucking real. And expensive. And shitty. Yeah. Um, that was the best drop in uh, VGN history. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> so Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out uh, for all the things, and uh, score. what? I said that was a score. Oh yeah, that was a score. Um, Will actually bought me this for as a Christmas gift, so thank you, Will. Yeah, you gotta play it. I know. I, when I get time, that'll be after the holidays. Yeah, it'll be definitely like twenty eighth. I'll start playing it, um, and then I go back to work on the second. So. See the, the see this is there's little things in our line of work. We work in the film industry. For those who don't know, yeah. um, there's little things in in our industry that, in a way, make it worth it. But at the same time, the hours don't make it worth it at all. And yeah. one of the bonuses is, for two weeks, we just shut down for Christmas because try to get like an actor to be like, oh, can you just stick around? You know, we want to shoot on Christmas Eve. Like, it ain't gonna happen. So they basically shut down all filming period in our in Vancouver for two weeks. And, Which is perfect. Yeah. It's the only time you get a life again. Yeah, it's great. And uh, and when you finish a show, say you have a show lined up like a month down the road, it's like, well, I'm just not going to work for a month. And some people collect EI and some people don't. And yeah, so you just get a month off and then you can go do whatever the fuck you want for a month. So like that that's a big trade-off. Um, but if you work for 12 months a year in the film industry, you're going to die at like 30. So... Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now because yeah. I turn 30 next year, so, yeah, so <laughs> I'd like to have a couple more years. Yes, yeah, so Will's uh, best before date's coming up here. So, <laughs> so we got another good thing though is, uh, and I just found out uh, on another show I was working on before we finished uh, Rodney's, is if you work um, before the holidays and you work a day after, you get paid stat pay as well. Yeah. So I just got a check for six hundred dollars for a show that I'm pretty happy about. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Money. Money. Is that pay like, uh, like time and a half, essentially? Yeah. Uh, and basically. Okay. No, then you get... F- no. Yeah, it's time and a half. for you, If you don't work it, it's time and a half. If you work it, it's double and a half. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, man, okay, my boss told me about a sweet gravy gig she got once. Um, she works one category higher than I, I am. She's a, the department head. She worked... So you work five days a week. If you work the, if we're the next day, you get six day rate, so it's basically one point five times your rate, which is money. Um, All goes to taxes. Well, unless you're incorporated like we are, um, and then she worked a seventh day, 
and normally seventh day is 2.5 times your rate so she worked her seventh day which just happened to be on a holiday too so she got uh she got double and a half plus double again so yeah she made like what she makes in a week she made like that day like it was crazy and i'm like i'm super jealous right now anyways um (laughs) enough about work don't talk about work will for like the next two weeks um anyways so uh luigi's mansion was re-released for the 3ds which i kind of want to download honestly because luigi's mansion was fucking awesome and i'm really excited for luigi's mansion 3 that comes out i think next year Mario Party also dropped. In oh September. yeah, that, that that was legend fucking dairy because uh, I got married October sixth this year. Thank you. Um, and um, <laughs> very nice. And uh, the guys came over. Well, we came over the night before we played Mario Party, and then like on the day I was supposed to go to the reception th- or the ceremony at two thirty or something. And the guys came over at eleven. and We played literally Mario Party until like two twenty five, and they were like, "Oh fuck, we need to dress." And we just like got dressed quickly. Five minutes, jumped in the limo, and we we're gone. <laughs> Yeah, we stayed up really late, though. Yeah. Next thing we know, it's like almost 2 o'clock. We're like, huh, we should probably go to bed. <laughs> yeah, um, and then uh, the uh, Big and Big and Glory uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 was also released um, on the 12th. And, uh... Haven't yeah. played, won't play, don't care. Yeah, the beta didn't really impress me, so I'm, I'm out. My, actually, you had to buy the, beta, the game to get the beta, even. And my pre-order fell through, and I'm like, oh, shucks. That's too bad. No, I, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty happy that it fell through, because I uh, I don't care. And uh, all right, so Crayola Scoot is that like a crayon simulator? Um, oh no, it's just Extreme Sports something. So Overlord or Overload? Sorry. Um, did we ever talk about that one, Will? Over o- over. I want to say Overlord, but it's Overload. No, I don't think so. Alright, well, on the same day, uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas came out for uh, all the things. And, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of liked it at, at E3. I did, I did enjoy it. What about you? I did enjoy it, but, like, I think it's an expensive game. Yeah, it's like... You, you buy the starter pack for almost $90, which comes with one ship, one character, and two two guns. Yeah. And then you have to buy everything else. Like, you know, that gets costly. Okay, hey, actually, I have a thing. What if we did, um, like, you know in the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, they have, like, the dual discs? Like, why yep. why is that not a fucking thing? Like, not necessarily the the actual dual disc, but, like, a thing that, like, an actual electronic field. I don't think we have that technology yet. Well, yeah, I guess, but still, I think it'd be I fucking cool. I missed something here. What, why are we, what would we use that for? Well, for the Yu-Gi-Oh card game, because I was because th- he was saying that um, uh, where's the game? Uh, Starling Battle for Alice would get expensive because you have to buy all the little toy figurine oh, things. Figurine. Yeah. So you you use so some sort of- yeah, sir. I had a conversation with myself in my head, and then I started talking about it. And Will and I are like in sync all the time, so he fucking. Picked I up knew what he was, was but, talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> so, we should have probably abbreviated a bit better, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, for people who have already collected shit, like Pokemon cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever, or even Magic or something, like, just it's have, like, the same a, like, thing. Yeah. You pay money for more, more content. Yeah. Yeah. 
Shit, I didn't even realize, Will, that we just totally had a conversation without saying anything. That's fucked. Alright. Well, now that I think about it, though, if uh, Joshua wasn't here, we would have, like, screwed over everyone that would have listened to this podcast yeah. and would have had some, like, Facebook messages like, what were you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Amer- um, uh, America is actually, like, really, really high in terms of analytics for our show. Like, we have a lot of downloads from America. Like, a fuck ton. America, America. Um, anyway, which is funny because we're uh, based in Canada and we have, I think we have, we're currently sitting around twenty thousand downloads, and basically wow. the U.S. has like eighteen thousand of those, and uh, Canada has like seven hundred. We're like, thanks, a you fucking hoser, you fuck. <laughs> you know, when you look at like Xbox News and Xbox. Uh, and if you hear something released, a lot of it actually does come from from Canada. So, um, well, it's it's see, it's okay because our pres- our uh, prime minister has nice hair. Um, oh, oh, well, I'm a boy. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally. Uh, well, when he got voted in, it was really funny because I we would hear people talk about it. I'd be like, oh, I voted for Trudeau because he has nice hair, and we're like, he fucked. Like, anyways, um. We're not going to bring politics into this uh, video game podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Dark Souls Remastered was released on uh, Nintendo Switch as well uh, in October. And uh, we all screamed and swore that if the, any game's been rage quit the most, I'm going to say probably Dark Souls. Yeah. I- I've definitely done it. That's why I stayed the fuck away from the remaster. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to save a controller this generation. Yeah. Last time uh, Dark Souls, was it one or two? I think it was two. Uh, my Xbox 360 controller hit the wall hard. Shit. <laughs> um, so Dream Daddy came out as well. I think that's a daddy simulator or something. Um, but uh, That's what Brian needs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I'm actually not, I'm actually not kidding. It actually is a dad simulator. Oh, God. Holy shit, we're fucked. Okay, um, you need to send that to Brian. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna send him. I'm gonna send him a on Facebook. I'm gonna send him a screenshot of that. But anyways, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two also came out in October, the end of October. And uh, as uh, Josh was saying, he's put a lot of time into that. I have too. Still haven't beat it because I keep going on to other games. But yeah. uh, I've got time. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I haven't beat Blood yet. You, you went a little quiet there, uh, Josh. Oh, sorry. Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, I got yep. you. All right. Yeah, I, I haven't beat the epilogue yet, but every hour that you put into the actual campaign felt, felt worth it. Yeah. Um, the epilogue was slow as fuck. I, I'm, I'm, I will go back and play it. I, you I haven't like... beat the epilogue. <laughs> the epilogue's the end ending of the game probably you oh, relate the prologue the prologue yes i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> you you're still on the first bear like the legendary I, bear yeah <laughs> around there yeah well that's better than still being in the snow region that is true the snow region was bullshit and it doesn't get any better <laughs> yeah. the game picks up though i think like after you get back from the island i would say yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the island is pretty much climax of the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then we have um, where are we here? We're in November now, and uh, Carnival Games. 
That's uh, a party game that uh, everyone needs to have for the Switch for uh, drunk drunk friends. Um, it's the new uh, Nintendo Land. No, I don't know. That's uh, well, New Year's. Looking forward to to more of the family oriented game yeah. that uh, Nintendo Switch is coming out for. Coming, you know, pretty much coming back to the original Wii. Yeah, they're uh, do, they're doing uh, backflips uh, back to the uh, 2000 and uh, and uh, 13s. And uh, anyways, so. Where are we here? Hitman 2 came out, and the Spyro Reignited Trilogy also came out in November. And I have not bought that, but I want to. Because it's fucking Spyro. I did play uh, the original Spyro for the PS1. And uh, one for the Game Boy Advance, and that's about it. But I, yeah, I want to play the original trilogy again, because I'm an adult now. Um, also uh, bombing the uh, gaming box office was uh, Fallout 76. Actually, no, I don't think it bombed. It just it everyone bombed. Every, it bombed. did it. Everyone bought it, and then they're like, "This I game fucking blows." It. Yeah, and then a guy that was here, right? that was Fallout seventy six, right? That they fucking hated it so much, they went to return it to EB, they wouldn't give him his money back, so he like trashed yep. the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Only um, in Canada. I don't know, dude. That kind of shit would happen in the states too. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just making a Canadian joke. Yeah, <laughs> only in Canada, where we go and drink your maple syrup. About Fallout seventy six. Um, and I'm very happy that I I never did because I watched I watched some streaming of it and it looked like from the get go it looked like a disappointment. Yeah. Well, you even watch gameplay of it; it looks like super stale. Yeah. There's nothing in the world, nothing at all. And I heard that it's supposed to be a lot like uh, sort of like GTA in that it adds into the content yeah. as the year goes on and the years go on. But you have to add so much content, like, like, you know, essentially, uh, the New Vegas region has to flood this West Virginia mountainside and fill yeah. this place up because there's just nothing there. There's, yeah. there's no, no sort of like immersive content. Like, yeah, I, I heard that following the the uh, there is some form of campaign, something involving nukes. And, I don't know, it sounds like you need to take notes to remember what happened. Right. Yeah, it's like they released the game with just the level and, like, the content creators, like, didn't get the me the interdepartmental memo that the game was getting released. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. what do you mean? Like, what? there's no content in What are we going to do? DLC. Bethesda dropped the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I saw, I think I put it on our uh, Facebook page. It's that picture of, uh... Bethesda and all them at like the gallows yep. and it's that guy crying and then it's James Franco who's EA goes first time <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, anyways so tail end of uh, November here um, we have uh, Pokemon Let's Go which was amazeballs and yep. nostalgic as fuck and uh, then we also have Battlefield 5 which we've already talked about so we won't uh, spend any more time on that um, anyways that's about it for, for uh, November. I'm not missing one, right? Uh, Sm yeah, Smash came out in uh, in uh, December, which I'm still playing, which is freaking awesome. Um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds made its way over to the uh, PS4, and that's about it. Really? Yeah. So just made its way. Oh man. So there you go. I hate the game, but Jesus, for the people who do. Yeah, I think they'd be on Microsoft Fortnite by now. Microsoft had exclusive timed rights. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, see. Good for them. They needed something. 
Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that pretty much that's pretty much it. Smash Bros. is the most exciting thing um, coming out in December. Uh, Borderlands 2 VR, maybe. Just Cause mm. 4. Um, I'm a really big fan of that yeah. game series. I haven't played it yet, but I watched uh, what's what's that chick's name? Pokimane? Yep. yep. And while her squealing is annoying, the game content looked fun. Yeah. Totally. I like Pokimane, though. I, yeah. I like uh, Critical and uh, other people. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so if we've reached the uh, end of the year, which means we've reached the end of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, we had an interesting... It, it was an interesting you. Like I said, it was on the fence for me, for sure. Uh, I don't know about you two, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what 2019 delivers. I can already see that like the first couple months are jam-packed with games that are going to cost me some money. 2019, 2018 has pretty much been a lady in waiting for 2019. In my yeah, um, that's a that was a great metaphor. Um, uh, I'm so excited for here. Let me just pull up my. I have a list. Um, I got five games that I'm stoked for. Uh, if all of them come out in 2019, I got Anthem. I got Biomutant. I got Beyond Good and Evil 2, and uh, if you guys know anything about that, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, Outer Worlds and Rage 2. Rage 2 actually has just started up their uh, their advertising campaign, yep. and they're doing the 12 Days of Rage-mas on their Instagram, which is just, I think it's Rage Game. Instagram at Rage Main, or Rage Game. And, oh man... Every single one of those games, uh, well, maybe Biomutant to a li- lesser extent, but Anthem, Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, Rage 2, they they all have released some sort of like immersive, uh, uh, you know, preview of the game, and they all just look flawless. I mean, yeah, yeah. for for a, an alpha date game, um, if you know, do you guys know anything about Beyond Good, good and Evil 2? Oh, definitely. It's Ubisoft, oh. man. I played the first one. I've been waiting for number two for, like, the last decade. Yeah, it's, I think it came out in 2001 or 2003. I think uh, it was three. Yeah, I was... It was around the same time as, like, Jade Empire came out with uh, Bioware, I think. Yeah, I was too young at that time. Uh, I wasn't really into, uh, you know, that sort of game yet. Um, but the new one... Uh, oh, man... You, just from hearing what what the devs had to say about the uh, the story mode, about the the character customization, about how immersive the world is from going in a city to flying out to your main spaceship, the uh, the game trailer itself. I know that this game has got teased like ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it, I hope that this is the beginning of their uh, their advertising campaign because that would mean that the game's coming out next year yeah um well they haven't released an actual release date game looks like it's going to be worth your time oh definitely say the least i'm still like super excited for anthem Yeah, yeah absolutely um i went to pax because of anthem um i found out about pax and what pax was um i i lived in 
North Carolina, like I'd said previously. So mm-hmm. I wasn't. So there was no sort of PAX or E3 in that area. Um, so when I moved to Portland, I heard about PAX and I bought a ticket a week before it, um, before it, uh, you know, before it happened. Yeah, yeah. And getting a chance to watch this Anthem advertising campaign, watching every single one of their live streams. Um, this is the most exciting co-op game I've heard about since Battlefield 1. In- I agree. I'm I'm really excited for it and the customization, and I'm a huge fan of Bioware. The one thing I was worried about is that uh, they didn't showcase any story, and that all changed at uh, the Video Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the... the- Anyways, yeah, we should uh, save the 2019 chat for another podcast. Um, Yeah, so uh, if you want to join us for that one, Josh, we'll uh, gladly have you back. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm I'm available all the time. (laughs) Will and I are jealous. Yeah, Will and I are super jealous um, that your availability is wide open. Um, We'll go into that next time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to blow us off every time now. You're like, oh, yeah, no. I, uh... Well... you know, I'm I'm actually uh, I got out of active duty Marine Corps about a year ago, and I'm just about to start college. So in the meantime, I'm doing nothing, and it's the best thing ever. Nice, lucky. That's uh, what I'm doing right now, and I'm going to take uh, advantage of every second of it. <laughs> totally. All right, guys, thanks a lot for listening. Um, as uh, Josh pointed out to us on our Facebook page, uh, we haven't really promoted our website much. So uh, if you are having trouble finding us, uh, go to our website at uh, videogamesnow.ca and uh, you'll find all of our social media links at the top of the page there. And uh, you'll also find uh, videos and uh, everything else that we've done on the show. So yeah, check it out, videogamesnow.ca. And we hope that you guys will uh, join us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, all those. And uh, just uh, like us, follow us, comment on things we do. And uh, if you have any suggestions for the show, you can uh, comment on the pages or you can email us, videogamesnowinfo at gmail.com. And uh, we will gladly uh, accept your guys' comments. And uh, anything left to say there, Joshua, before we sign off? No, it's been great talking to you guys, and I hope to get the chance in the future. Nice. All right. Uh, Okay, guys, thanks a lot, and we'll see you all on the next one. Bye-bye. See you, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.